0: All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode. Believe in betting. I am Tom Barton for Sports Garden Network hashtag SGN on all the social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter. That's how you get in touch with us. It is Sports Garden G A R T E N. Today we are continuing our series of going over each and every one of the conferences in the NFL, and I'll tell you, look, this is the last one. This is the AFC and NFC West, and I'm not going out on a limb here and saying, guys, these are the two most competitive let's just be honest, the best two conferences in all of football right now. That's just the way it goes. We have a lot of shakeup in the AFC West. In the NFC West, we have three teams that really do believe that they have a Super Bowl chance. All four believe they have a Super Bowl chance in the AFC West. I mean, we we are getting into that positioning here where the, this is going to be fun. So I wanted to save this one for last. Let's start it off. We're going to start it off with the AFC West, which has had a lot of turnover in the last couple of years and a lot of turnover just in this offseason. You have the Raiders with a brand new head coach, a new kind of direction there. Devontae Adams is the big name that comes over. Denver obviously gets Russell Wilson. That is the the big oh-my-goodness moment. There you go. Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, well, They go out. They get a guy that in any other offseason, this would be a huge move. But Khalil Mack goes over there. Kansas City, they lose Tyreek Hill. So a lot of shakeup with big, extreme names. But let's go back and really start to talk about, we're going to start with the Raiders here. Let's go back to last year. You ask most NFL fans that actually know a lot about the NFL, and they're still surprised that the Raiders made The playoffs, look, they did it. They did it with a coach that came in in half the year. A guy that's a special teams coach, by the way, doesn't have a head coaching job this year, even though he got the team to the playoffs, which might be a travesty in itself. Derek Carr was a guy that, well, we didn't know if he was going to work. Would he be the guy? He's all of a sudden put himself into a position where he is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL They go out there, they make some big moves. Not only did they make the move for Devontae Adams, which could be absolutely huge, but they got Chandler Jones as well. Chandler Jones, one of the best pass rushers since he's entered the league, and he really can add that secondary notion to a Max Crosby who looks like a man on a mission as his own. I think the Raiders are, again, vastly underrated. Everybody's turning around and looking at this team, and you're looking at seven and a half, eight wins, 8.5 wins or so right along there, a fringe playoff team, a wild card team. This is the same Raiders team that made the playoffs without a coach. They now have a coach in place. Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback, like I said. They do have Devontae Adams. If Waller is healthy, all of a sudden Adams and Waller and Renfro, you're talking about one of the best receiving groups uh, in, in all of football. And the defensive line, they can get after the passer. Here's the thing with the Raiders, though. They do have some relatively glaring holes. One of their holes is, I think that secondary is is weak. We'll say weak. Now, you can help out a secondary a lot by getting to the pass rusher and, and uh, getting to the passer with a pass rush, And that certainly is what the Raiders expect to do this year with Jones and Crosby. I do not like their running game. I am not a Josh Jacobs fan. I haven't been for a while now. I know they cut Kenyon Drake. They have White. They have a couple, of, a couple of guys that they can do different things with, but I don't think that they can sit back and just establish the run. That is a problem for me. And, and I'm also worried about Darren Waller. Look, I mean, it, it's no secret here. This guy abused his body for years. He's adamant about his substance abuse problems and everything else. Now he's missing time. He's not 100% in camp. He's banged up. He's got ailments. Well, these things seem to happen to a body that's been beat up. And, oh, by the way, he's over 30 years old. As a tight end, that's not a good look. So, on paper, I think that the Raiders are getting a little disrespected. But I think they do have a ceiling because I don't like their defensive backs. I don't like the fact that Waller is a guy that is constantly banged up, it seems like now. I don't like the fact that it may take a little while for Adams to kind of get into the groove with Derek Car. I know they played together, but that was a you know, lifetime ago. And I don't like the fact that they don't have a consistent running attack that you could really count on. With that said, Josh Jacobs is still a massive talent. Maybe he turns around and he becomes that guy. Maybe Wallet is able to stay healthy. And maybe the defensive backs aren't as much of a problem because their pass rush is just so dynamic. The Raiders are an interesting team. I do believe that this team can make a real good push to the playoffs. Uh, But I think while uh, on a betting value-wise, your instinct is, yeah, they're getting a little disrespected. I, I see the holes. I do see the holes. How about the Denver Broncos? Denver comes in. They got Russell Wilson. They have a whole new outlook there. The Denver Broncos are a real intriguing team because when you look at their dynamic and their makeup with Sutton and Judy and Hamler, Right? You go, wow, okay, so they could definitely throw the ball all over the field. But, guys, look, Sutton, he's shown flashes, but he can't stay healthy. Judy has not looked good since entering the NFL, but he's got all kinds of talent. Hamler, same thing, always injured. Running back-wise, Melvin Gordon-Williams, I have no doubt about it. I think Williams is a tremendous – I think Williams is the next superstar running back in this league. I really do believe that. Their offensive line is solid, and Russell Wilson is going to be Russell Wilson, which is a very good quarterback. I don't think he's going to be elite. Obviously, he's not going to be MVP, still hasn't gotten a vote, but I think he's going to be very, very good. The problem with Russell Wilson has been over his career, he tailspins at the end of the the year. Look, first eight to 10 weeks of the season, we're going to be talking about Russell Wilson as an MVP. It happens every year. Anybody that's ever owned him in fantasy knows what happens. Uh, And then Russell Wilson gets into a tailspin. Is it because he's a small guy and he takes the hits? Is it because he starts to outthink himself? Is it because of weather? A lot of people blame weather. Well, Denver won't be any easier. So I don't have that answer. I don't have the answer if Jerry Judy can step up. But I do like Denver, and here's the thing. Even if they didn't get Russell Wilson, I think they were a fringe playoff team because they could run the ball so effectively and play good defense. Patrick Sartan, uh, he's got, I mean, he's really turned this league on its head for those that don't know uh, defensive backs. Bradley Chubb is coming back. So even though, you know, you you may have lost a couple of pieces here or there, look, Bradley Chubb coming back is pretty huge to their pass rush. I still think they have some linebacker problems. I still think they may have an issue getting a consistent pass rush. But I have no doubt that this team is going to be right in the mix. A lot of people are picking them to win the division. They are right in the mix, uh, about 3-1 to or so, to win the division. I don't see them winning the division. But I look at Denver and I go, okay, I see the upside. I do. But once again, almost like the Raiders, everything has to fall in place. Jerry Judy has to take a step up. Cortland Sutton has to stay healthy. Uh, Russell Wilson has to play consistently through 17 games and the playoffs as opposed to just six, uh, you know, eight to 10 games. We need a healthy and productive front line that leads with a healthy Bradley Chubb. Let's go to the Chiefs talking about healthy. Well, uh, you know, look, they're losing Tyreek Hill. And it depends on who you talk to. I've spoken to people in the business, right? I've spoken to executives and players alike that have told me about Tyreek Hill. Hey, he's only a wide receiver. It's no big deal. I mean, you could replace a wide receiver. They bring in Juju, and they bring in Sky Moore, and no, they're not Tyreek, but he's only a wide receiver. You ask any general manager ever, what is the position that you could replace the most, and it, it is wide receiver. Just flat out is, guys, Okay. Uh, but Tyreek was a different animal. And then you speak to other people and they tell you exactly that. Look, he made them do things because he opened up the field. He gets so deep so fast, he's so quick that it opens up the middle of the field, which brings us to a guy like Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, any other year I'd be 100% on, and I have been on him. We talked mentioned fantasy a minute ago. I've been taking him in the first round for years. Travis Kelsey is that guy. He's going to go over the middle. He's going to get his targets. He's going to get his, his uh, accomplishments. Uh, Travis Kelsey is that man. But he had a little bit of a down season last year. And he's 33 years old at the tight end position. We have never watched a tight end go for 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns at over the age of 30. It just doesn't happen. So you're going against the norm here. With that being said, I like Nick Bolton in the middle. I think that defense is a little bit better than what we've seen. I think that Patrick Mahomes is still one of the best players in the sport. And he can elevate a guy like Sky more. He can elevate a guy like Juju. I think that Clyde Edwards Holaire and Pancheco, I think that these two can be a running force. Kansas City's not going anywhere. They have a great quarterback, a great coach, and good, solid players around him. They're not going anywhere. But man, are they in a tough division to lose a guy like Tyree Hill. My thing is this: it did you if you believe that Kansas City was going to win this division with Tyree Kill, is Tyree Kill enough to tell you that, okay, now they're not a playoff team? No. But for me, it tells me that. They may not win the division because I'm looking at the Los Angeles Chargers. And every single year I turn around and I look at the Chargers and I say, man, here's going to be the Chargers year. You go back to LaDainian Tomlinson years, you go back to the Philip Rivers years, it's always going to be the Chargers year. They have massive talent and they do once again. And then something happens along the way. And looking at last year, look, Austin Ackler scored 20 touchdowns and Herbert uh, had 5,000 yards passing, second best in the league, yet they didn't even make the playoffs. I do question their head coach, okay? But there's not any holes on this. I mean, for a team that you're turning around and you're talking about pure talent, outside of Buffalo and maybe the Rams, this is the most talented team in football, and you could argue they are the most talented. No problem with the quarterback situation. I think Herbert is that guy that we all think that he is. Austin Eckler is that guy, and they bring in a guy like Spiller. I like that. Williams, and Allen on the outside. Oh, absolutely. I think Everett has a big game. I like the offensive line upgrades. The offense is going to be a force, but it's the defense that makes me think that they are going to win this division. Joey Bosa had some problems adjusting from a 4-3 to a 3-4 and then back and forth. Uh, I think he has a a monumental type of season. He also won't get double teamed anymore because they bring in Khalil Mack. That's a huge move no one's talking about. Derwin James is the best safety in the business. Just got paid. He's gonna be real happy. Now you could question the cornerbacks a little bit if you want to nitpick. You could question the cornerbacks. Sure, I'm not questioning that. Look, to me, the Chargers are the best team in the division. I have them winning the division, but I'm not putting a dollar on it. Not putting a dollar because I could see the Chiefs winning this division. I can see Denver winning this division. Heck, I can see the Raiders winning this division. So here's one of the, the the divisions that I'm looking at, and I'm saying, okay, can they get three teams into the playoffs? Can they get four teams into the playoffs? Probably not. Can they get three? Because it might be that situation. Maybe, maybe there's only just the Bills out of the East. Maybe it's just uh, whoever wins the South, and maybe the North doesn't have the kind of year that we're expecting, and only one team comes out there. Right? I could see a Cincinnati Bengals hangover. I could see, uh, you know, the Browns with the Watson problems and Pittsburgh with no quarterback. So you might be able to get three playoff teams out of this. Shuffle it up how you want. I'm not exactly going to sit back and tell you you know, exactly what we're doing there. I, I don't see any value on any of these teams. I, I like, I, I tend to lean. I can't say I like. I tend to lean to the Chargers over, which is 10 and F. I I tend to lean there. I think that the Chargers still have some value at plus money to win this division, but I'm not taking it. As far as uh, lead the league in passing, I know a lot of people taking Herbert. I'm not. Here's why: last year he had 5,000 yards passing. Last year looked amazing, but last year's defense was terrible. So he's going to have, uh, you know, less time to have to have to launch it up there and have to throw it up. I think it's going to be a more efficient offense. The same thing with Austin Eckler. I'm seeing total touchdowns and rushing touchdowns. Austin Eckler can have. He went from 20. He could go down to 12 or 13 total. Still be a very productive back because they're saving him at the end of the year, getting him ready for the playoffs. I can see that happening. Patrick Mahomes to lead the league, win the MVP, things of that nature. Yeah, I can certainly see that, but there's no value. Patrick Mahomes is still that massive name. A lot of people jumping on Russell Wilson early, and Russell Wilson is double digits plus to win the MVP. I don't see it because I think that they're going to be more of a running team than people think. But I will tell you, one prop play coming out of this division, I absolutely am in love with Javante Williams over seven touchdowns. I, I love it. I, I think Javante Williams has a chance to lead the league in rushing if anything happens to Melvin Gordon. Even if he doesn't, Javante Williams is scoring 10-plus touchdowns. The guy's unstoppable. All right, how about the NFC West? Sure, we got our Super Bowl champion Rams sitting back on top. Um, You know, everybody's kind of into the Rams. So we'll start right there. Look, Matthew Stafford's elbow has to be a concern. Don't tell me that's not. You can't. Look, we're in a day and age, and I've mentioned this before, where we think all quarterbacks can be Tom Brady and play until, you know, they're 50 years old. That's not the case. Matthew Stafford is an old quarterback. Matthew Stafford has a lot of throws under that arm. Matthew Stafford has a lot of hits on that body. Matthew Stafford's arm is a problem. Outside of that, look, I don't believe fully into the Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson thing. I, I think that they have promise, but I'm not fully buying into that duo right there. I do believe Cooper Cup will be fine. I think Allen Robinson actually has a good year. They also lost a little bit on defense. what will be a bit of defensive leadership, and it is the Super Bowl hangover. It's hard to get your team back up and, and doing these things. I don't think Cooper Cup has another kind of miraculous, unbelievable type of season. I think he's solid. You know, you give me, you know, 1,400 yards and twelve touchdowns. He'll be good. He'll he'll for fantasy purposes, he'll be a number one uh, wide receiver. But that's a pretty pretty fall down from what he was, and I do expect that. I, I worry about the Rams in some spots, so maybe they're not the greatest number to jump on. I, I, I will tell you, they were ten to one to win the Super Bowl, and I was like, oh man, I, I could see a repeat coming back here because the NFC is so weak. But with the Stafford news, a couple of adjustments, things that happened. There's no value there, and certainly no value for them to be the favorite to win this division. How about the San Francisco 49ers? The Niners are a step away from the Super Bowl. The Niners are right there. The Niners have dynamic wide receivers in Debo, and I do think Brandon Ayuk steps up this year. They have good running backs. I know it's a system there. With Wilson and – and look, Mostert comes in, Mostert comes out. He's playing in Miami now. You turn around, you get Trey Sermon. Nope, Sermon's not going to be the guy. Okay, no problem. You put in Elijah Mitchell. It It's just a rotation there. you got George Kittle, probably the best overall tight end in the NFL. I worry a little bit about their offensive line. But I think all things lead to Trey Lance. You look at Trey Lance, and he's a guy I've been on for, for a long time. I think he's very, 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 very talented. But I don't know if it's time for him yet. I don't know if it's time for him yet to overtake the Super Bowl champion Rams. I don't know if it's time for him yet to lead this offense. I think he's going to be a very good player uh, in time. I just don't think it's going to be this year that he's able to take this team. He'll he'll put up highlight, real numbers, fantasy, oh, yeah, go get him, all that. He's just not that guy to me to take this team, win a division, go to the Super Bowl, not quite yet. With that being said, I also worry about the defensive backs of San Francisco. I think Nick Bosa should have gotten a lot more MVP and defensive MVP votes last year than he did. Fred Warner's fantastic in the middle, but their defensive backs are also a problem, so you can throw on them. And if Lance is making mistakes and giving you short fields, you're going to be able to throw on them and really, really capitalize inside the red zone. That's a problem for the Niners. So I think the Niners are an over 500 team. I think that the Niners more than likely make the playoffs. I just don't think they're a legitimate threat to win this division. And I don't think the same thing about Arizona either. I think Arizona is a team that, Cliff Kingsbury, you want to talk about uh, Seattle and and, uh, Russell Wilson fading at the end. Cliff Kingsbury fades at the end. He is a terrible, terrible late season coach. That's what he's proved. Uh, Murray is small. He's a guy that has contract issues. He was a guy that was unhappy. Now he, he's got weird provisions in his contract. I don't like anything that's going on in Arizona. I, I don't, look, I, I think James Conner's fine uh, as the running back, but he doesn't scare me. I don't like that Hopkins is suspended. I mean, think about what we, we have there in Arizona. Hopkins is suspended. Zach Ertz is going to kind of be the, the guy there. You bring in Hollywood Brown, hoping that he adjusts. The offensive line is relatively weak. You're hoping that Kyler Murray studies a playbook. You're hoping Cliff Kingsbury doesn't completely collapse. You took away Chandler Jones, the best defensive player on that team. I mean, there's just too much not to like about Arizona to think that they're going to be a threat. And I'll tell you what, if Arizona, if there's one team in the NFL that can completely go into the tank that nobody sees happening, it's Arizona. I think Arizona is closer to a five- or a six-win team than they are to winning this division. I, I just don't see it. Look, I, I, I'm not a believer in Kingsbury, and I don't like that they got rid of everybody. As far as their team total, look, I'm not gutsy enough to take their under here. I'm not, but it's a look for me. So as far as the division, no, no chance. And I'm looking at the under. You want to talk about a bad team, I think the Seattle Seahawks are the worst team in the NFL, and I think they will continue to be that team. Uh, I don't like the quarterbacks, obviously. But the running back situation is a problem in itself. Walker goes down in camp, and Rashad Penny is going to be the guy. Well, I've seen this story before. Rashad Penny has all sorts of talent. I liked him even in college. Uh, there's no way he's going 17 straight weeks. I like the receivers. Look, people you know, think that it's just, oh, well, you know what? Metcalf and Lockett, they're going to be uh, you know, completely just nothing anymore because Russell Wilson left. No, I like their receivers. I think they bolstered their offensive line. But their defense is terrible. You lost K.J. Wright and uh, <laughs> and Wagner in the middle. Their defense is terrible. So all the attention is going to be sitting back and all the attention is going to be looking at Seattle and their offense and what can't they do at Russell Wilson. I think it's the defense that is just going to be the worst in the league. I like see a lot of Seattle overs. I'll tell you that. I, I think that we're going to be looking at a lot of Seattle overs. I don't really see any overall prop plays here. I think Cooper Cup unders probably make a lot of sense, but I'm not going to take that. Uh, I did see one over for rushing touchdowns for Trey Lance, and somebody said it was at six and a half. I think that's a little lofty. He probably gets there. He does probably get there, but it's a little lofty for my expectations. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, NFC and AFC West. It's going to be a real fun battle in both positions. Next week, we're going to come back. It's going to be a college football preview. That's right. The next show that we do is going to be our college football preview. It's getting to be about that time. So go check us out. It's sportsgarden.com. Sportsgarden over on Twitter and Facebook, G-A-R-T-E-N, hashtag S-G-E-N. I'm Tom Barton. We'll be back, and you can bet on that.